Smash! Mad Hat and presents Corporate Punk! And we're back. Yeah, yeah, we're back. Um, if I can give any tips to any podcast host in the history of wherever, interview or have your mom on as a guest because the food is good. <laughs> Dude, you can. Oh my gosh, yeah. I want to fall asleep. <laughs> and I know we're talking taxes, so I'm going to have to fight it a little bit. <laughs> uh, me too. Me too. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, I just want to make sure that that dude is recording over there. In the meantime, while I'm, while I'm checking on the camera, um, do you mind just touching on some of the real basics of business taxes for, for the listeners who have like small and medium enterprises? Um, for me first, uh, just touch on um, withholding taxes. Uh, like help, help, help me understand withholding taxes a little bit better because I know it's related to employees. Yeah? Yeah. Cool. What is withholding tax? How often does it need to be paid over to size? Like, well, what happens? Okay. Thing? So um, we're going to work on, you, uh, you talk about right. small to medium um, industries, but actually in the greater sense, you're talking more on micro industries and um, small, but really small. We're looking at less than 150 employees usually. Okay. That's a, that's okay. a kind, of, kind of majority of businesses in South Africa. Yeah. And in those, you have a number of taxes that are required. If you employ somebody, then you have to register for um, PAYE, employment tax. Yeah. And that is, it's a withholding tax. In other words, you as the business owner, you're responsible for, for deducting the tax of the in income and paying it to, to the receiver. You're like a collector for the mob. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. You can't break your employees' knees, though. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, you might want call to. You. <laughs> you might want to. Yeah, they call okay, me. Can I break this okay. employee's knees? So I'm like, no. Just take the taxes off your <laughs> pay. Yeah. D double tax them. All right. So, um, and that's your withholding tax. It's called a withholding tax because you've got to withhold it and pay it to the receiver. You're 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 actually okay. collecting that tax on behalf of the receiver of revenue. Okay. All right. And you have to pay it over within a certain amount of time. You have to declare, this is how much I took from the people and this is how much I'm paying it over. And of course, at the end of the financial year, you have to give a complete breakdown of all of that. Okay. So, uh, sorry. That, uh, so, um, uh, how often do you have to pay it over? All right. That's collected once a month. As you, as the people okay. get their salaries, once a month or once a week, whatever the case may yeah, be, yeah. Um, you, you pay the salaries over and then once a month you have to make a declaration to SARS and tell them this is how much tax I have withheld on yeah. your behalf yeah. and this is how much I'm paying over to you on your okay. behalf. And it's got to be paid before uh, on the last working day before the 7th. Of every month. Uh, the so in other words, you, you, you pay the salaries, for instance, you pay the salaries on the, the 30th of, of March. Yeah. And then before the last working day, before the 7th of April, you, that money has to land in SARS's account. So it has to actually uh, be there. Yeah. So it's not like I can so pay it on the 7th and then, you know, the, the two-day waiting period. No, 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 no. Of course, SARS is set up now nicely with the banks that it's usually yeah. pretty immediate. But okay. you still want to make sure, because your responsibility as a business owner is to mm. make sure that the tax lands in their bank account. It's one of those tiny little little clauses that can come and whip you up the back of the head. Okay. It must land in their bank account before close of business on such and such a day. Yeah. All right. Same, same with your, with all your tax payments. The second tax payment that you have, it's also called a withholding tax. If a company declares a dividend and they say, okay, we've made X amount of profit, we're mm -hmm. going to give you 200,000 Rand profit, yeah. your profit, blah, blah, blah. They are also obligated to 
hold, withhold the tax from that, all right, and pay it over. It's, okay. It's, so, it so works on the same principle as PAYE. Okay, okay, okay. It's a set amount. Okay. All right, set percentage. But mm. the, the declaration of it, you were going to declare two SARS, I have paid out a dividend of X amount. This is how much withholding tax I've kept, and this is how much I'm paying over. Okay, cool. At the end of the year, you have to give, um, for your withholding taxes, your your the amount of tax you withhold from people, you've got to give them an IRP5 or an IT3. Mm. Yeah. And on that, it will say, this was the dude's salary, everything that he earned, if he earned, uh, uh, if we pay a portion of his medical aid, or yeah. we paid him a... A travel allowance or if you got an, a, a living out allowance or whatever everything is on there with specific codes that categorize it in different income sections yeah and that has to balance back to what you have declared to SARS how much tax you've withheld from them has to balance back to what you've paid to SARS and also that those values the accumulated values have to balance back to what you declare in your financial statements Otherwise, okay. I was going to ask you why yeah, why yeah. there's a difference you know maybe there's somebody that you paid a salary to that you haven't been taking tax on or whatever the case yeah. may be yeah okay so sure. so those are your they called withholding taxes okay okay yeah the the third tax that uh, a company has is the company's income tax okay so where your salary will be you get seven and a half grand a month that's your salary before deductions and you get taxed on that mm. a company's income tax is taxed on its net profit yeah. All right. So it's this is my turnover less my expenses. This is my net profit, and that's what I get taxed on. Yeah, yeah. That's it, and you've got to declare that. Yeah. Sorry. What's up, Dad? <laughs> yes, my dad is currently um, in the room. He's gonna come and listen to us just a little bit. <laughs> yeah, grab a seat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We won't be able to hear you though, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, okay. So yeah. So those are those are your withholding tax. Then the, then your company tax. All yeah. Right? So. Your, your company tax, you have three three sections that you've got to work on. Yeah. Your first section is an estimate you in, in August. Let's just say your financial year is from the 1st of March to February. Maybe yeah. through the year. Yeah. You have to say to Cyrus, look, uh, my, my estimated net profit is going to be so much and I'm going to make a down payment on it uh, yeah, or a yeah. part payment. Yeah. And then in February, you have to make as close as damages to swearing guesstimates on what it's actually going to be. Okay. Your, okay. your net profit now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, and make another payment on it. And then they give you a bit of time to do your financials, do any alterations, adjustments, blah, blah, blah. Okay. And then before the end of the, the, the next tax year, you've got to declare your income tax return for that tax year. So the end of February now was the deadline for income tax returns for the financial year ending February 2018. Ending February 2018, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Did your phone just make a noise? Yo, yes, it did. Dad's phone made a noise. <laughs> okay. So so uh, I'm going to I'm going to maybe maybe a little bit. Anyway, so we've got a rule on the podcast. If your phone makes a noise, you got Defo made another noise. <laughs> so you got to donate 100 rand to Choc. Uh, that's a child cancer charity. Um, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to withhold that because we didn't get a chance to explain it to you first. Cool. But um, if we get a lot of listeners suggesting that you should then <laughs> we're going to do it. Cool. All right. Um, there was also something else. Is, have we covered company taxes? Company tax. Company tax and corporate tax the same thing. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, there's 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 different sections that you that you uh, different rules impli- apply different criteria. Yeah. All right. You get the small business development tax, which which is um, for for smaller businesses. Mm. 
um, people that own less, uh, sorry, one business only, you know, and if you if you adhere to certain criteria, then you have a, a, st- a staggered tax rate. Yeah. Otherwise, your basic tank, company tax is 20 or 20 percent. Yeah. Yeah. Roughly, I, d- I work on a roughly 30, you know, yeah. give or take, whatever. Okay, sure. That's crazy. Um, and then provisional tax, is that... Yeah, the, remember I said to you that you've got the two two part payments that you do? Like, yeah. All right, that would be provisional tax. It's it's you're making a provisional payment on your company tax, which is due at the end of the financial Yeah, year. yeah. Okay, cool. And then uh, VAT. How, uh, okay, that's a bitch. From a, okay, <laughs> from a business perspective, hate, VAT, VAT's hate, a bitch. I hate VAT. Yeah. Um, VAT is not an obligatory um, tax. A lot of people will think that they have to register a business and they have to register VAT so that they can um, get into tenders. But that's not really the way it works. VAT actually works if you you can voluntarily register, obviously, if you, uh, if you comply with all the criteria. Yeah. Or if your turnover is... Oh, going to be over a million rand in any 12-month period. So it's not a 12-month financial period. Okay. In any 12-month period. Oh, shit. All right? Okay. Or if it appears as if it's going to be over a million rand in any 12 months, then you, you, you have to register for VAT. Yeah. And that is the 15% that is on everything except the, the exempt products, like yeah. the milk and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so um, and that has to be paid out. Let's just you usually have two-month VAT period, so you'll have your sales for January and February, and then you've got to calculate and reconcile all of that. Mm. And then you've got to pay that over before the end of the, the next calendar month. Yeah, yeah. The, the VAT. Yeah. So the reason why I don't like it is because it requires a lot of management, not only for the the administration purposes of it and the mm-hmm. legal record-keeping purposes and the disclosure purposes of it, mm-hmm. but also because of cash flow purposes. Because yeah. it, the, it's not a case that my customer hasn't paid me so therefore i don't have to pay the vat that's not how it works okay once you've issued that invoice you are you've got to give it to sure. the receiver yeah. so then so um and correct me if i'm wrong as well um invoices you normally stipulate on the invoice when the payment must be made right yeah, yeah. but but there is a standard of within 30 days well, it depends on the, on the agreement that you have with your client yeah I mean, some of it is yeah. cod some of it was within seven days some yeah. 60 90 whatever it's yeah so so then if you have a 30-day one and then uh in uh, January and February, you invoice out to clients uh, a significant portion, yeah, uh, like five hundred thousand rand worth of sales, yeah. hopefully. Um, but you haven't received those payments. You're still going to have to pay out the VAT. Yeah, for that period. because remember that VAT is uh, unless you're a cash-based industry, which you it's know, quite rare. Not really. Okay, yeah. VAT VAT is what they call an, it's a, a, an accrual-based system. So. Yeah. It works on the documents. So if you've made out an invoice now on the 29th of January, yeah. then and they don't pay you until maybe the end of April, it doesn't make a difference. You still got to pay that VAT over to the receiver when it's due. Likewise, if you've received goods and services that are VAT deductible mm-hmm, and um, you haven't paid that invoice yet, you can still claim those goods and services, that, that yeah. VAT, yeah. you see, yeah. um, and it, which must be declared in your next. Hmm. Yeah. Okay, cool. That's interesting. And that's where the that's where the cash flow management comes in because a yeah. lot of people think, but they haven't paid me yet and I've got a cash flow crisis. So yeah. You know, uh, SARS doesn't yeah. care about your cash flow. They just want their money. They want their money at the right time. Yeah. Um, I have dealt as well from a labor perspective, um, employers that weren't able to pay out salaries because they had to pay v- a certain amount of VAT for that period. And they yeah. sort of bundled everything up quite badly. 
So it is kind of tough. That's why your cash flow analysis future-wise cash is so huge. vital. Yeah, cash mm. flow is hu yeah. huge. You can, you can have such a profitable company yeah. and make huge profits according to the numbers, but you're in the dwang because you can't manage your cash flow. And a yeah. lot of companies actually go down yeah. because of cash flow. And uh, you know, you've got that old saying that customer is king, customer is king. Well, that's a lot of crap. Cash flow is king. <laughs> you know, stuff mm. the customer. You've, got to, you've really got to work on that and make sure that your customers pay you on time. Customer yeah. management is actually quite a big thing yeah and um, when it comes to the success rate um or the survival rate of any smaller businesses yeah i think from a from a uh, any customer service i mean in in every way you're servicing a person in some way either you're going to supply them a product with after service and before service experience yeah um or you're going to supply them an actual service and and a lot of it does rely on tonality and, and the manner in which you provide mm. a service which is so huge so i don't think that customer is always king because from our perspective in in any circumstance we're there to help answer questions as consultants either mm. human resources mm. or, or corporate governance so in a lot of the the in our side of things as well the customer might want something or they might want to go out of their way to achieve something but we we there saying you know you're not right you're not always right we're actually here to help you get something better or or yeah. guide uh, a customer in some way in order to get them to somewhere where they're going to be much more happier and, and in a much better personal and financial uh, yeah. situation. Well, it's, uh, you know, medicine medicine usually doesn't taste lacquer, but it's good for you in, an, yeah. in a lot of aspects. So yeah, yeah. Um, this is where you need, coming back again, where you've got somebody who works with your business and it's somebody that you can trust. Yeah. Is it somebody that's going to tell you what you want to hear just because they want you to like them and carry yeah. on paying the bill? Or is it yeah. somebody who's actually going to be good for you and tell you what you need to hear yeah. so that in another two, three months, two, three years or what, and you're yeah. in a better position for having known that person. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the, the mutually beneficial relationship on both sides. Yeah. Not yeah. just singularly yeah. beneficial. Um, for anybody watching at the moment, just my dad is in the camera. Hey, dad. You busted your fingers, <laughs> so everybody's going to wonder, what's happening with this man's fingers? <laughs> uh, man, it's sore. Uh, one day, if I have my dad's permission, I'll post a photo on Instagram or something, but it looked so painful. It was a grinder incident or something. Okay, cool. Um, let's have a look here. I wanted to touch a little bit on uh, taxes on certain products. So with certain VAT uh, uh, charges on the product from a consumer perspective, some things are, are, are not VAT inclusive or they, they, they don't include a VAT additional charge. Some of them have a 0% VAT rate, yeah. such as, I think, milk and bread, like your basic... No, 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 those are VAT exempt. Yeah, VAT's uh, exempt, VAT, is that you, milk you, and bread? You, you, get, you get different tax rates and you yeah. get different different tax categories. So yeah. there's, a, there's a bunch of stuff that is... It's VAT exempt for the benefits of the, uh, the lower income groups, like bread and milk and... Yeah, and yeah, yeah, like a basic... Basic, like basic uh, commodities. Food yeah, they're so starting like, to. They're yeah. starting. They want to start expanding that as well to mm. cover things like female hygiene products. And yeah, which is oh, right. It's. Uh, I think it should be right. Why are you charging VAT on something that somebody needs? Everybody needs that product. Well, not everybody. Yeah, well, I need, need chocolate product. cake too. But yeah, I mean, yeah. you but know, you don't need it as bad as some certain products. <laughs> starting to get subjective. <laughs> so, like for example, uh, for any international listeners, uh, we have uh, pup. With within South Africa, a it's lot a maize meal, yeah. Yeah, it's like a maize meal, um, uh, uh, yeah, and uh, it's a staple diet for a lot it's of South Africans, yeah. and it's freaking delicious. It's I like it a lot. Some people would say it's not banting, or it's, it's it's 
uh, what's it gluten gluten it's not gluten free yeah. it's Whatever. not gluten free yeah it doesn't Whatever. matter it's it's awesome if you have absolutely no cash you can always get a packet of pop and that'll fill you up like crazy um okay so <laughs> and it's pretty delicious with some sugar and milk if you want it cold and it's really good with a big steak and a lot of something yeah. cool Okay. Okay. Um, we digress. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What the hell was that? Okay. <laughs> uh, syntax. So I had a look a little bit, and uh, we just said, I think it was The States of the Nation by uh, Mbweni. Um, Mbweni. Yeah, yeah. Man, well, what's his role again? He's like head of the South African Reserve Bank. It's something like that, With yeah. regards to certain taxes Tre- that are getting put yeah, I don't know. Is, is, yeah. it, is it the treasurer? Well, isn't he? He's not the minister of finance, is he? Oh God! I'm Shit, let's, look have like look. let's have a look. Let's have a look. Yeah. Ding dong, ding dong. They uh, change so often that I kind of. I remember track. a while ago he was the guy who signs all of the South African banknotes. Uh, Mboweni, ding no, ding, ding ding. No, not Mboweni. It's like Tabo Mabeki. You sound like you come from. Mabeki, current minister of finance. So that's obviously why the taxes were increased. But he was, he was. Well, it depends on what, what taxes are you talking about. Well, he, like he did the States of the Nation, the latest one. And yeah. then he released some of the figures with regards to syntax and how syntax was increased. Yeah, but yeah, they usually increase syntax every year, uh, all right? Yeah. Um, syntax, going back to as we were talking before, mm. in the olden days, if you did these things, they thought you were a sinner and you were going to go to hell. Like, like drinking, like drinking and, and smoking and yeah, generally yeah, yeah. having anything that was fun. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Um, um, I don't know. They'd probably put a higher tax on cocaine if they made it. Maybe they're going to do it on pot now that pot is legal. I think well, weed now. Weed now has just been declared legal. I think it was the high court in Cape Town. For personal consumption. Personal use, not for sale. And uh, uh, And yet selling it. It's such a grey thing at the moment. And I know... Green? (laughs) It's a green thing. As soon as it's it's, um, got products and everything that are officially recognized and permitted and legal, then yes, it's going to happen. It's going to have VAT. And it's going to have a syntax to it, I'm sure of it. They're going to look at it as a a possible source of revenue. Yeah. Yeah. I think at the moment, though, it's it's somewhat impossible to perfectly regulate it because of the fact that it's, it's such a naturally occurring plant within our climate, at least. Yeah. And because a lot of mm. the people who use this stuff are dopeheads. They're not accountants. It's not like I'm not filling a Later, man. Okay, so if you have a look at those things, um, yeah. the, the syntax is involved uh, predominantly on those. Yeah, yeah. All right, I'm not too clued up on syntax. Yeah. So, so I've got some figures of here. More, so I've got some figures of here. Let's have a look. Uh, firstly, they implemented a new carbon tax on fuel, fuel levies. I think the I forgot an amount of it. Yeah, they increased it. They they, yeah, they yeah. increased it dramatically. Yeah. And I think that the, one of the reasons why they continue to South Africa pays a hell of a huge tax on our our fuels. Yeah. All right. It's very big. Um, Massive. Yeah. Yeah. Compared to a lot of the neighboring countries and the mm. the, the international norm. Yeah. Um. And yeah. I think the the reason why they do that is because it's such a necessary item to buy, and you're actually holding your economy to ransom because it's the easiest way to implement. It's not like VAT where you can collect the VAT and not give it to the receiver. Yeah. They everybody they has to yeah automatically put it on the price of petrol. That that happened in Zimbabwe for the same thing yeah. recently, where they wanted to increase the the, the fuel price by 150 percent or something. Yeah. And the reason why they wanted to increase that was not because of the cost of bringing the fuel in. Yeah. It was a tax that they wanted to levy on that fuel yeah. with the the purpose of trying to inc- uh, get revenue in. Yeah, cool, man. Okay, so uh, had a look at the current price. Uh, the it's five rand sixty five per liter of fuel. That's tax out of fifteen rand per liter of fuel. No, 
that's probably so a little bit more. Yeah, I think it is more. I can't remember yeah. where the hell I got this figure from. I think it was um, Times Live. I got it a while yeah. ago though. So yeah, yeah. And but then it's fifteen rand ninety six right now for a liter of fuel. So now I gotta try and think. How are Americans going to understand a rand well, and a liter? Yeah, well, <laughs> not really. So, so a gallon yeah. is what, four and a half liters around yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're looking at about 60, maybe 75 bucks for a gallon of fuel. Yeah, yeah. Right. And then we've got 14 rand to a dollar. So pff, yeah. I don't even know what the, the... And then I'm sure they've got lots of differences there. Yeah. So I had a look at cigarettes as well, syntax on cigarettes. Cigarettes, uh, the, the, the charge, and it also depends... It's for 20 cigarettes, a pack of 20 cigarettes, it's 16 rand 16 taxes that you pay. So if you've got one of the higher, uh, the more expensive ones, like for example, Camel or um, Peter Stuyvesant well, or something Any halfway like decent cigarette is expensive now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So those are, uh, for any international listener, they can range from 30 to 50 rand yeah, for a 30 box. Yeah, it's about 30. I think th somebody said to me that they're paying nearly 60 bucks for a box of 20 Camel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, camel. so of that, Jeez. 16 rand, Cheaper 60 just smoke is... the real thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, smoke a Camel. <laughs> <laughs> and then I had a look at, at alcohol. So now um, with beers and, uh, what is the other one, wine, um, it's it's... It's a reason, I wouldn't say negligible, but it's quite a small amount. But whiskey, uh, as the price of the whiskey goes up, yeah. so does the taxes. You can pay up to 65 rand on taxes for whiskey, for yeah, a bottle, of, whi 750 the, bottle of whiskey. I've, um, I've been to correction, but South Africa has quite a large wine industry. Oh, yeah. Okay, and, and our wine is delicious. It's so good. <laughs> okay. Especially from... Pop and wine. Like, like, <laughs> give Pop up and wine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... so um, so, but if you have a look, that a lot of the whiskies and whatnot are imported. Yeah. As well, which is probably why it's a little bit more on the on the harder. Yeah. The harder booze stuffs. Let me see if I can find um, some of uh, the financial state of the nation address, because because what I what I read up before we had this, um, the estimated tax revenue shortfall for the country is forty two point eight billion. For the, for the oh, the latest that I read that was yesterday, the day before, was fifty-four something billion, fifty-four point six, I think, was the shortfall collected as of the twenty. Was it the twenty-eighth of twenty-ninth, twenty-eighth of Feb? Um, this year. Us years, yeah. So we've got twenty eighteen. See if it'll give us twenty nineteen. No, yeah, it's a twenty nineteen year. Twenty nineteen. Tax revenue statistics. Will South Africa increase tax revenue in the? Uh, Why don't you just uh, Google the shortfall? Uh, tax revenue shortfall. Yeah. Just add shortfall on there. Shortfall. Ding dong, ding dong. Um, there we go. Yeah, March twenty, March thirteenth, twenty nineteen. This was posted. Let's have a look here. Statssa.gov.za. Statssa yeah, well is pretty awesome. Yeah. I like Statssa. Well, they're not very current, though, are they? What are they? Yeah, about well, they four got or five years behind yeah. the time. They need to validate a little bit of it, but this looks like a twenty nineteen thing. Can you load, bro? Am I led? Am I even connected to the internet? Yeah. Yeah. Cool, I know it was quite there. a lot. And um, yeah, but but I mean, any any average person would understand that if I have, if my income is a thousand and I'm spending a thousand two hundred, I'm making a loss that year, and then the next year I need to make a, I need to back it up, back it up, back it up. And if you're planning on, if if we round it off between your fifty and my forty-two billion. We're looking at at least 40, 45 billion. All right, that loss. is that is that is not it's crazy. Okay, that is a shortfall. It's not a loss. It's a shortfall. Okay. In other words, they they budgeted that they would need X amount. Yeah. To cover all all that their their requirements, the 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 government wants. Yeah. And they collected less than that, so there is a shortfall. So they need to actively try and get that money in from any which way that they can. 
Yeah. So they're starting to put in place little irritating things that can. They're starting to get a little bit more strict on stuff. So if you are late with your, a submission of your return, yeah, they're going to send you a notice. and They're going to tell you, dude, you're late. We're going to impose penalties. And because you haven't given us figures to work on, we're going to assume figures and penalize you on those figures, which means you've got to go and kiss ass and, and yeah. whatever to try and so, get them to reduce. So if they... So, so what you're saying is, um, I I made a budget for a thousand, my income was was eight hundred, yeah, because of taxes and that kind of jazz. But I also read somewhere that well, that actually, the reason why I'm saying that that it's a shortfall is because yeah. that is what they have budgeted that they're going to need, um, and yet the the economy is not really in a position to yeah. to accommodate that. But now, if I'm budgeting. Uh, a massive amount of cash like this and i'm i'm 40 what's 50 billion in shortfall that then means that 50 billion people owe the com- the country money no, in vat no, in, in taxes no, no. Well, what no, does I that mean, mean then okay let's let's take let's take sorry, a, let's take an example okay yeah. you go and you say my my based on coming they don't have actual figures that they can go and, and base it on they don't drill down that much. Why not? All right. Okay, well, they can't <laughs> say, well, look, Matthew's going to earn X amount and Thea's going to earn X amount yeah. this year. Yeah. All right. They can just say we have X amount of population, uh, X amount of them are working yeah. based on stats from wherever it goes. So we can assume based on the figures that we've got in and the calculations that we've done and the analysis, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. We can assume an income of X amount. What we actually need yeah. to pay for all the cars and all the petrol and is all this. our use is that. Yeah. All right. So... They can't, they, they can't determine accurately. So now a, a big company has, has gone into uh, a debt review or, or uh, you know, nearly liquidation. Yeah. And it's got a knock-on effect of over 2,000 smaller companies that are, are um, subcontractors to this big company. Shit. So you're looking, exactly. So if you're looking at an average of, say, because it's a construction company, you're looking at an average of maybe 10, 20 people per construction company yeah. that is permanently employed by that construction company in the lower income groups. Yeah. All right. You can you can understand that there's, and the, all these people are going to probably lose their jobs now because the big construction company's gone belly up. Yeah. You're going to have a shortfall. But these people are not going to be earning income. If they are earning income, they're going to be earning below the threshold, which means they're not going to be paying tax. Yeah. And therefore, that's that's uh, an effect on on the economy. That these things are not taken into consideration. It's not like they go, well, we need one hundred and fifty thousand million, whatever. Yeah. But um, we've stolen this much, and we've stolen that much, <laughs> and we need to take bribes of this much, yeah. and they don't figure all of that into their budget. So, on that, um, I found an article. Uh, my broadband or today. I don't know if if they're regarded as a, a generally what's, what's the correct word for for valid journalism truth uh my broadband it's a strange word strange name brad band if i can find the actual article broadband.co.za and i'm looking specifically for the escom article um, so for international listeners as well, the guys who provide us with electricity for the country are ESCOM. Yeah. They, electricity they, they, electricity supply, commission, supply yeah. commission, yeah. So um, they're shit at their job. They're fucking terrible. No, actually, they're not shit at the job. They, right? they, they, They've they, just they, been pulled through asses and now they can't function because the people who work there are shit at their job. Yeah. 
Son of a bitches. Where's this damn thing? It's called fake coal crisis. Boom. Must be here. Here. So my broadband, .co.za, has got the news. Eskom created fake load shedding to sign 14.5 trillion in coal contracts. So, um, and, uh, and I'm open to correction. I want anybody to go and read this and, and tell me if uh, my interpretation of it is incorrect. But if I have a look at it, uh, the blackouts or the, the, the load shedding started in 2008. <laughs> Affirmative action out. Affirmative action <laughs> <laughs> which cost South Africa around 300 billion, which is engineered to benefit favored companies, which are this coal suppliers and that kind of thing. So if we have a look here, how, how much is, is 14.5 trillion? How many zeros is that, Mo? Nine, nine, I think. Nine zeros. Mm. So it's 14, I five, know, eight zeros. It. It's a lot of money. It's a freaking boatload. What I'm trying to help people understand here is is... 14.5 trillion. So, so the average national minimum wage is, is currently approximately three and a half thousand rand a month. Yeah, it's three, three and a half, three, eight, something Yeah, so now uh, in my mind, if you've, if you've caused 14.5 trillion in excess uh, uh, charges to a, a company, then how many jobs have been lost now? Potential future jobs. It's not just, just that. I mean, look at this 14.5 trillion rand. Ridiculous. And it was fake as well. Fake load shedding uh, to sign this freaking contract it's not like hakakak and they're using our taxes to pay for that to pay these coal companies calm down dude calm down it's nonsense <laughs> it's nonsense that's the way it works it's big amounts of poo now we've got Posasa as well which you touched on as well which is Angelo Gritti can we find a photo of this guy this guy uh, if I remember correctly <laughs> some, some people refer albino to him walrus. as an albino walrus Angelo <laughs> Sorry, you know that somebody is really living the good life when they're overflowing out their clothes. Yeah, yeah, this guy. Really? Uh, so, so if, if I remember correctly, the story was um, um, he was a big wig at Bosasa, which is he one was of the he was the operations manager or something ridiculous. Yeah, ops manager. This ops guy manager with wow. a little black book. Yeah, he had like a little black book, and then he had some kind of um, he had a, a near death experience, and he had a reason. What did somebody try and off him? I don't know. If I, I wouldn't be surprised if he's tired, tried to strangle him to death. Um, I don't know. Yes, awesome nearly photo. Had a, Look at this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Oh man, every time I open a new tab, the world must see this man's chins. Now I have a lot of chins, and I'm, I'm, I'm I don't regard myself as a thin or fit person, but wow, dude. Now I'm not fat shaming, okay? But if there's ever a, a fat cat that's done something illegal, like he's got to look like this guy, I think. Yeah. Well. Anyway, so anyway, um, the the estimated. You can see he's had it good. The estimated uh, uh, bribes that were paid by Bosasa is between four and six million rand per month. Yep. That's flippin' uh, okay, madness. Okay, hold on. Let's, let's just go back a tad, okay? Yeah. That is in cash. In Please, cash. Let's understand this. That is yeah. in cash. So that is not the the extra bribes that they pay. Like, I've got a, uh, I've got a guy who's got a friend can you like hire his daughter whatever the case uh, may be for a job can favors. you give them a job can you give yeah. them a favor yeah. can you buy me a car can you pay my car off? yeah that's just the cash yeah transactions yeah okay and then he was talking the other day as well about how they had some other um provident and death penalty 
a benefit fund that they got for their employers mm. and then they would finagle that as well so that they could get extra cash in other words they'd make like a double claim yeah on the blooming thing so that the the guy whose whose partner or wife or husband or child or whatever yeah. died wouldn't get both payments he'd get yeah. a little bit of one and the rest of it they'd pay to i don't know buy somebody expensive Johnny Walker Blue Whiskey or whatever. I don't yeah. Know what they with like it. a 9,000 percent markup and then they yeah. buy it and sell yeah. it to the guy. Yeah. And then yeah. they go through his little black book. Yeah. Which he keeps in his little black belt which is under his big fat stomach. So. <laughs> I'm gonna but I'm open to correction. I'm going to see if I can get some of those proper connections. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Um, right, cheers. cheers, Dad. All right. Uh, let's have a look here quickly. Um, I want to touch on... Um, SARS, yeah, we got we got that video that we actually had open up for quite Oy. a long time, yeah. So, uh, just to give international listeners and pretty much anybody listening, um, everybody's going to remember the SARS IT head. Oh man, uh, uh, and before she's before the chief officer for digital and she's IT. The chief IT, she's the head of IT. Yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> Brett, the head of IT. She's the head of IT. Yeah. Okay, and it's it's not the head of um. It is the head of information technology yeah. for SARS. Yeah. Please um, also note that this is done. I don't know if I'm going to be able to survive is, this yeah, two, two minutes. This is very embarrassing. <laughs> very embarrassing. <laughs> so so w what I'm trying to do is, is, yes, taxes are the law. You will most definitely have some kind of legal action against you for tax evasion or not paying over your withholding tax, especially yeah. that you've deducted and everything. Yeah. But things like this make... South Africans and people in general question the systems that they have to give money you to. You want to know why? This is why. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's so it's, it's <laughs> perfectly normal to question it. And and now... Yeah, and you're allowed to laugh if yeah, you want to because that's a very great way of so relieving funny. stress. So this lady, um, it's, I think it's been a, quite a long time. I can't remember when no, this was. No, it's a few months, I think. Yeah. Anyway, um, the... October. She's they published in October. Yeah, that's yeah, when this gen year. put it up. I don't know. I'm yeah. not certain when this guy... Anyway. She was also part of some of the interviews as well. Yeah. Um, sorry. She's been placed on indefinite leave ever paid since. Indefinite. Indefinite leave. paid leave. Yep. And that now, can last up to three or four years, eh? But, 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 but. It's, it's not a labor process. You can be suspended, you know. You can't be placed on indefinite leave. I don't give you paid holiday time because of some concern that I have for your business. But that's because we've been we're we're familiarly collect connected, but yes. not politically connected. So it's yeah. not like there's any benefit to me knowing you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? So, but so she at the is, same time uh, she's connected. Yeah. There's some kind of relationship in some way. And there are actually diagrams on Google and all that kind of thing. You can actually see the f the, the, the family trees. The family trees yeah. and that kind of thing. And everybody related and in high senior positions within the government yep. and that kind of thing. And yes. Uh, corruption exists, shit happens, uh, people screw up and impact our lives in, in many ways. But at the same time, we've got to understand it. And and we've got to understand the system. And then once we understand the system, then let's freaking get what we can out of the system okay. for the benefit of everybody. Okay, a little bit of backstory, if I may, yeah. on this. Okay, there was uh, there's a, a huge inquiry going on at the moment into fraud and corruption within SARS and the head of SARS. In, in the tax man. Um, so SARS within the South African Revenue Services. Yeah. All right. And um, she had to testify at that commission. 
and um, there were actually two videos doing the rounds. The yeah. first video was her testimony at that commission. Which and was this, horrendous. It was it's exactly the same as this. <laughs> so with just She was just speaking to somebody else, but almost the same words came out of her mouth. And then, of course, she did this interview, and this interview was televised, so... Yeah, it's very embarrassing. Please note, all right. not all tax practitioners and not all people who work well, for Well, she's not a like tax this. practitioner. She's a... She's the head of IT. head of IT. Okay. Chief also officer not, of IT. not all heads of IT in South Africa are like this. Let's have a look here quickly. I want to see her salary. She was. She got, I think it was something like three... I'm open to correction. I think it was nearly three million rand. Three for million... For 11 months. Yeah. 10 or 11 months worth of work. Uh, four months salary settlement. Ooh, they just released a settlement offer to her. Four months. Okay, I wonder how much four months is. I don't know. Let's have a little look. See offer to find. protect me from yourself, SARS. Okay, you guys will understand that definition you, when yeah. you watch the video. Um, I want to see your actual salaries. So they offered her four months, which is, which is it's, it's a pretty standard settlement amount. Uh, well, not really for ineptitude. Not really yeah. for blatant. I mean, uh, in, in the real world, in a private sector... Um, they would have actually just had a disciplinary hearing and fired her ass. Um, where they can what she earned. So this South African yeah. .com, I'm not certain. I don't remember this being a journalist, uh, true news type of situation. But let's see if they they refer to anything else. She's been on discretionary leave since last October. So she's she's been on indefinite leave. How so long is that? That's, so just, that's just after she, just November, she had the December, interviews. Yeah. January, February, March. Five yeah. months and she was on yeah. indefinite leave, which is a hunk of crap. Um, you know, I have I know of some teachers who are also politically connected in, yeah. in some of the rural areas mm -hmm. who have been on in sick leave like this or... or Full paid leave pending a hearing, whatever the case yeah. may be, for four or five years. Yeah. Until eventually yeah. it's like, Jesus, what the hell is going yeah. on here? We're paying this person, they're not there, yeah. we can't get a permanent replacement mm. in because of this. And it's just a matter of the, the, the documentation lies on somebody's desk and it just doesn't budge off that person's yeah. desk. I was chatting with the guy as well. Uh, he did a disciplinary process for a. She earned 1.39 million. Since she since she to was stay. told to stay at home. Yeah, but so in other here, words, for five for five months they three point six million over over an eleven month period. Yeah. So that's not even a her total I wonder if she paid tax on that because <laughs> that's a shitload of tax. <laughs> Jeez. Um so it was approximately two hundred and seventy eight thousand Rand that she earned every month. Yeah, that's basic salary. That's not living out yeah. allowances, entertainment allowances. So let's have a look here. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna take two eight seven zero 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 and I'm gonna divide it by approximately three and uh it's, it's three thousand five hundred. So that's her monthly salary. Yeah. How many national minimum wage employ uh, people uh it was eight it was the salary of, of eighty people. 18 national minimum wage earners. <laughs> That's ridiculous. And I mean, you, you yeah. <laughs> so okay. let's have a look here. She was at home now, Actually, sitting on her it's ass. Perfe perfectly capable people. You oh, must shit. understand that it's perfectly capable people who are who are capable of earning that income where she's actually not capable of earning that income because she's, she's, she, she can't earn it. She doesn't know. <laughs> let's have a look here quickly. I mean, I don't think she knows what a PDF so is. <laughs> it's a PDF. Uh, we're going to just times that by five. So she took home in her leave period, the, this, this, since she was uh, off work since October 2018. 1.39 million, I say. She was, uh, yeah, it was 1.39, but then she also got a four-month uh, settlement, which is, what, it's about a million? 
right? 278 times oh, four. 37 is one four. If it's four months, four. if at 350, <laughs> 350 grand. Jeez, times. sorry, I should have made you been born politically hey. connected and, and hey. a lighter shade. What the doctor shade of white? One, two, three times four. Maths, 1.1 million. Oh, so, so, so she so got 1.39 for sitting on her ass at home. Leave. I think she got a bit more for leave. So she got 1.39 yeah. and then she didn't get leave. She got leave. <laughs> so she yeah. was with the company for a year as well. I wonder if she... 11 months. <laughs> 11 months. Well, actually, with indefinite leave, you could still accumulate annual leave depending on the agreement. Because indefinite leave is not a formal disciplinary process. It's not normal. I don't... If I tell you your actually, job is to stay at home... Actually... Okay, and, and this a is suspension where we, is different. This is where we have to differentiate in South Africa. We've got some brilliant laws in South Africa. No. Hundred bucks. Yeah. Okay, we've got some brilliant laws oh, in no, South Africa. No, that means I gotta pay like five hundred bucks <laughs> Chuck, uh, I'm gonna need to save up a little bit. All right. Okay, so cool. Yeah. Um, and you know a lot of them because we have to. We try and implement them. Yeah. But the implementation of those laws and the laws themselves are completely separate things. Yeah. So here we have the labor law tells you this is a disciplinary process. If it was in a private institution, there they could actually have her for fraud. Yeah. Because she lied on her CV. She's cost them money. She's cost them time. She's yeah. actually uh, uh, cost them faults and all the rest of it. And it's been a hell of an expense because of, of that. Same with the person who accepted her in that position and put her in. They in an, in any normal, reasonably thinking community, we would we would assume that. All right. It was it's fraud that you ended yeah. up being here, because yeah. you, you're not capable of of fulfilling that function. Mm. I and suppose um, we could spend a, a freaking podcast just trying to understand the history behind this because I don't even know well, what qualifications she has. Jacques Poe wrote a whole book on corruption in South Africa and I think yeah. I read like four or five pages at the beginning of it and I was so in the mood with it. <laughs> Stop this stealing is, is, the people's money. You know, it's like how, how, can I get, how, can, how can you be that blatant about it? But in this case, it is blatant nepotism that got her that position. Okay, so let's play this for the guys because then my laptop's also going to die. And then... um. Then it'll stop making a noise. Yeah, and then... <laughs> oh, man, I wonder if that counts. Okay, let's play this for the guys quickly. So just to give everybody an idea, uh, it was just an interview. It took place, it was on yeah. SABC as well, which is also one of our questionable forms of information. Actually, not really. That's the state... Uh, it's state our South African broadcasting, yeah. yeah. Okay. So I'm reading a story in the uh, business day this morning, and um, uh, Judge Nugent's report, it says, also says that uh, the Bain restructuring has uh, displaced about 200 managerial employees from their jobs. Is that correct? Don't laugh, people. <laughs> I can't answer that, but I think it makes sense. Um, but, but why can't you answer it? Because this is as a result of the implementation of a certain IT system. And has it had the effect of actually uh, displacing some workers within the system? Check out the facial expressions. Let me give you a scenario. Organizations uh, evolve from time to time. And uh, they consider, amongst others, painful, uh, painful, insourcing, outsourcing, insert some jargon here. Yeah, know? it's like a business management book for first years. Mm. Actually, you know what this so is? So this is economics for standard on sixes. About <laughs> uh, the fact that 
outsourcing so far has been about cleaning services and uh, security people, which are black people. I would want to insource those people at the moment because <laughs> uh, the, their children would benefit from a SARS uh, buzzer system. Mm. So <laughs> and she's not high. IT I just want this. Ma'am, can you give me protection from yourself? <laughs> and there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> oh, man, that's so funny. And there you have it. <laughs> okay, cool. Okay, she's actually asking the wrong person because she should get hold <coughs> of her politically connected whatever who put in that position to ask for protection from whoever asks oh. her a valid question. In yeah. And you know what? Um, the eyes, dude, I've the eyes. I honestly, so I honestly think... Um, I understand that there's language differences between individuals, okay? But if you're going to take a chief position in a, in a, in a state structure, you're going to have to give clear communication to anybody. And, and uh, man, I don't know. I mean, I've what always are, been... What are, the, what are the academic requirements for a position? I mean, you've got a lot of friends who are in IT and they're seriously clued up people, all right? So yeah. what... What are the basic academic requirements for something like that? That will at, at least be um, a, a degree or a yeah. master's um, um, or honors or an X amount of years of, of experience in that position yeah. to get to just qualify to be considered for that position. I mean, I would never be able to say I want to become there. I'm clued up. I know exactly what I'm talking about in my own little patch. But I would mm. never be able to say, let me go and become the head of mechanics yeah. at Ford or something yeah. like that. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. So, I mean, standard HR practices is you first determine exactly what the business requires. Yeah. Wh what the business must have in terms of which positions. Once, once that is done, um, it's sort of like we, it's got different terminology that they like to use for it. But once that is done, then we start doing something called uh, job descriptions. And we try and allocate responsibilities and skills attached to each position that needs yeah. to be met. Yeah. Now, uh, a good HR practitioner is also going to try and have a look at the amount of people that you would need in order to make sure that's done, obviously, to share the workload equally. Yeah. And then you'll also have KPAs with regards to those job descriptions in place. So those job descriptions, as they are there, theoretically should be designed in such a manner that you need to assess the cognitive abilities, obviously decision-making processes. There should also be um, psychometric testing that's done to make sure that the person's um, personality traits and their capability of dealing with individuals make sense to the position as well. And that they are able to perform and function within that position. I mean, you can't have somebody yeah. in that position who's going to lose their head after yeah. 15 minutes of yeah. stress. So now, so now, if I have a look at IT, yeah. yes, IT is generally regarded as a very digital-orientated working space. Numerical, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's qualitative and quantitative. Quantitative, and logical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So with regards to the, the, the communicative processes, if you can type up a decent email to somebody explaining the problem and your suggested solution, yeah, you have some of the, the IT skills required to do that. However, if you're chief of IT for a, a, a government organization, you are going to be expected to be on the television and do that kind of thing. Yeah, because you're head. All right. Yeah. So, and therefore, you're... Of course, mm. this is just the corporate governance coming in. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. think, uh, if, if I'm going to get somebody to do this job, mm. I mean, I'm not going to find somebody who knows how to crochet and ask them to go and do animal husbandry on my farm. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? You, you want somebody who's, who actually knows how to do the job and who's, yeah. got, who, who's got a working knowledge of it. Yeah. You know, what's the difference between a cow and a bull type yeah. of thing? You need to know this stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can't ask somebody to protect 
yeah. you from yourself yeah, if, yeah. if you don't. Yeah. I mean, dude, that's what your job is. Yeah, It's and her job to interrogate pretty much and well, to it's investigate. Her, it's her job to answer yeah. questions. And yeah. when, you, when you are in a position where, you, where you're earning three million rand and you haven't even been there for a year, you haven't been there for a year and you're as dumb as fuck. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. <laughs> I mean, you know, oh, what man. did I do? Did I make a mistake by yeah. teaching you to use your head? Yeah. You know, think, uh, earn a living by being clever, dude. Or you can <laughs> get involved with somebody else and be a dumb fuck and get three million rand in 11 months. Okay. Um, so we've, we've spoken about <laughs> a lot of shit. And uh, yeah. I actually just want to touch on the last thing right before my laptop dies so we can just show, show the website. It's a, a new political party that's sort of, well, not necessarily new. They've been around for quite a while. But I think there is, it's their first run now coming into the uh, 2019 elections on the 8th of May. Um, and it's the South African, the capitalist party of South Africa. And uh, what's this gent's name, the chairperson? Oh, what is his name? His name is not there. Where is this guy? <laughs> okay. Uh, ding dong, ding dong dong. It's this gentleman over here with the beard, the Indian gent. Oh, man. Okay. We okay, anyway. should have this in our notes. Uh, shit, um, do I have it? We'll be no, I don't. I just got prepared. ZACP. You know what? Yeah. Uh, I'm not proposing that everybody votes for this 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 party. I'm proposing that everybody investigates the smaller parties as well as the bigger parties. And for a smaller party, they do not want to lead the entire country. They do not want to take over. They just want to implement some of their principles and their values. So if I have a look over here, they've got their values on the left of the... Uh, it's capitalist.org.za. And capitalist has got such a negative uh, um, tonality to its words. Uh, you know, people assume the capitalist, a capitalist, is not a good person. I but think uh, it's uh, only for people who want to siphon off the blooming yeah, system. Yeah, yeah. You know? So, I mean, at the same time, in a capitalist's mind, a, a socialist or a communist is not a good person. So, I think yeah. let's, let's stop assigning good and bad and let's just learn. Now, mm, it died. It anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shit. So anyway, uh, another hundred bucks. Just, that doesn't count. It wasn't a noise, and I actually muted it to make sure it didn't get any more okay. noise. So if I have a look at um, two of the things that I liked about them, firstly, they want to do sort of weekly uh, YouTube public announcements with their committee. So they only want uh, ten seats in Parliament, yeah. which is approximately a half a million votes, which is an impossible. Yeah, it's 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 it's, it's a goal. It's a challenge. And obviously, they're from a capitalist perspective, and they—they all of them are focused quite a lot in the private sector and in um, uh, corporate governance and sort yeah. of the corporate world. And um, I, I honestly think that if you have, I don't really, I, it might be a response a little bit to, to the Donald Trump mentality of having a business person take part in government to make sure that it makes business sense. If you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. So, 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 sorry. I'm going to interrupt you. So, it's got uh, the, there's two portions. Firstly, they want absolute transparency. If you go online, every single one of their donations has been clarified. The amounts and the donating, uh, the person that has donated to them, or the the organization that has donated yeah. to them. So, it's absolute transparency. Which for me, even just proposing that we will give you absolute transparency is a unique thing in terms of South African parties because I don't see that. I don't see how ANC gets the money for all their billboards. I don't see how DA gets their money. I haven't seen something where a political party is like, here are our 
people that are yeah. paying us to do this well, job. Well, it's their unique little thing at the moment. Okay, yeah. so we'll see how long it lasts. Yeah, 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 of course, of course. I mean, and are they going to be are they going to be transparent? If you give me what I want, then I'll vote for you, even though I don't agree with. But but know. but that's the thing as well. So with the absolute transparency, um, that's a political party. You can't you can't guarantee that yeah. they're going to do what they're going to do. Um, they're also going to um, use their sort of YouTube channel in order to discuss the discussions that were had in the committee. So, mm. for example, um, infrastructure and roads, they're going to say the, this party wanted to suggest this yeah. for this price. We suggested this for this price. Yeah. And then it'll actually be good because it'll give us a little bit of feedback on what's happening. Yeah, if I can tune in once a week, yeah. hopefully it won't be like this long, boring-ass video, but if it's actually... Uh, facts that yeah. can be sort of summarized then I can actually yeah. get an idea of what decisions are being made in the government so I think there'll it's be a bullet point breakdown yeah. you know so they do have um, uh, a few things it's very individualistic uh, one of their values is the individual over the group mm. or the rights of the individual should be more important than um, I can't remember the exact terminology I wish I had it but but it's quite individualistic orientated which is quite cool yeah. and that's that is quite a capitalist process I mean a lot of capitalist mindset is people focus on their own careers in, in, in a different manner than what they would about the benefit of an entire group of people. And I'm not saying that that's bad. It's just a different process. It's, it's a, the collectivistic mindset versus the individu individualistic mindset. So it, it is, it's just a different process of making decisions and what you prioritize. And I, I'm, it's not that it's, I like it because we need that balance a little bit because we have a lot of, tension between groups within South Africa and we need to have you know if you belong to a certain group of people whatever group that is I don't suggest anybody judges you by the group that you keep it should be judged in terms of your own doings and that kind of thing and then there's another one where they they propose very um, strong uh, education for high school students with regards to gun safety should they find a gun what is the safest route for it for guns and then obviously uh, gun safety with regards to the use of it for protection on your property. So it is also quite focused on if you've bought something, they also focus on very much uh, the rule of law with regards to land. Your land should be your yeah. land. You've bought your yeah. land, which I think is nice because a lot of the narratives given by the, 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 the parties is that we're going to take your land. We're going to take it. Like that is it. Like the black first, land first guys. They're also trying to propose. Yeah, to well, they are going to try and yeah, take yeah. it. And, 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 and I, I, was, I was listening to the chairperson of the ZACP on, a, I think it was Gareth Cliff's podcast. <laughs> and um, he said that they're going to appear right above uh, the, bla the black first, land first party um, on yeah. the, the voting docket or whatever it's called. And he said that there's a higher likelihood of the black first, land first guys voting accidentally for us than our guys voting for them. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it, uh, okay, <laughs> it's the, what's that guy? It's a guy from the Black First, Land First guy, whatever. Uh, yeah, I don't yeah. know, he's, uh, a, he's a Very aggressive. Uh, um, I don't like he's it. He's the guy who said that um, Cyclone Idai is yeah, the one that just by white Mozambique. people because yeah. um, we, I don't know, the ozone layer and, and yeah. some other technical jargon that he doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about, but never mind. <laughs> it, it, it makes a lot of sense to other stupid people that are influenced by his very charismatic yeah. Um, yeah. Um, orations. That's how it works. This, uh, this actually looks a bit interesting for me, and uh, you've got to take a chance because mm. politics is politics, and whoever gets their, their mitts on that money, it's, it's, a, it, it's a lot of money. Yeah. And I, I do agree where any institution, especially when there's a hell of a lot of money involved, should be run like a business because you've got to make a profit. If you're not making a profit, if you don't have a surplus, 
in your in your kitty every year yeah. then how the hell are you going to accommodate any kind of growth yeah all right you you can't you can't make extra um government institutions or extra tertiary education possibilities available for previously disadvantaged if there's no surplus and the only way that you're going to grow in and this is just my opinion the only way you're going to grow your economy and your country is if you educate the people teach them maths teach them science teach them reasoning skills from from early when they, when they hit preschool you've got to teach them this is a decision which one do you want to take the consequence of it so yeah. that they learn how to do that from a small age yeah you know and that's the only way and i mean if we start doing that today with the four-year-olds today yeah all right then in 35 years time we're going to reap the benefits of it if yeah. we don't stuff it up yeah but we've stuffed it up for so long that yeah and, and we keep putting it off yeah. and that's why it's going backwards yeah that's why you have um protect me from yourself <laughs> with that in mind as well um i also like to uh, one of the the psychology books that i had to study for varsity as well um, always suggested that the best way to understand uh diversity or the best way to approach diversity is education that's if you if you understand each other if you just learn about each other it's easier to, to prevent diversity conflict and that kind of thing. So, so sorry to, to interrupt. No, it's fine. I have a good example of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so the gist of it, um, uh, I had a really good opportunity to chat with, um, um, I can't remember her name. I don't even know if, if she would be okay with me mentioning her name, but she's a, a closer a professor. Yeah, I can't remember which varsity it was. I think it was in Eastern she Cape. She might just get pissed off that you don't remember her yeah, name. Yeah. <laughs> she was, oh, I, I was so lucky yeah. to spend, uh, might have been like even two hours just chatting with her. Yeah. And she she just taught me so much. And um, yeah, I, I'm fascinated by the different cultures we have. We have 11 official languages in this country, which yeah. is more than anything else. Yeah. How do you uh, guarantee that we are talking to each other effectively to teach each other about each other? Yeah. So it's just, there's just this huge thing. And I was so lucky that I had, she was okay c talking in, in English. Very well-educated lady. Not that English was far for her. But yeah, it was just such a, a blessing. So from, from your side, you've also got a good example. Hey, I, I worked with a lady once. And, um, you know, when, when you're a mom, you, you do mom stuff. Yeah. Okay. So she, she had a headache and she wanted to know, do I have something for it? So I gave her a couple of pain pills. Mm-hmm. And um, she didn't say thank you, so I asked her, well, why not? So, And mm -hmm. she explained to me in their culture, mm -hmm. if somebody is ill, you mm. help them. Oh, really? And they don't have to say thank you for it because you're supposed to help them. I like that so much. You understand? And um, likewise, she's supposed to treat me with respect just because I'm alive not yeah. because I'm in any kind of position, just because I'm alive. And that made such a big difference to me. I never got offended after that because yeah. she never, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And th that that makes it, once you know, then yeah. all, the, all the indignation and all the offense and everything is taken out of it because you know where the next person's coming from. I not like difficult that. to learn. I like it's that though, especially uh, an expectation that you're going to help each other. Yeah. I really like And that. especially when it comes from the point of view where um, I'm going to learn about you, not with the intention of transforming you into what yeah. I think you should be, yeah. but in the sense that I accept your culture for what you are, you yeah. accept my culture, and to, together yeah. we develop another culture that's going to make us succeed at whatever it is that we're planning on doing. Yeah, like, like, yeah, obviously we're not developing a completely... 
it's not random. a new thing. It's, it's, uh, I like to refer to it as, as everybody enters um, a workplace with their own culture, their own beliefs, and their own <sighs> sort of the habits that they've picked up. Yeah. But then now you have to develop a corporate culture, um, such as you're working with each other, transparency, that kind of thing. Yeah. And and that's that's important. Mm. Firstly, that people understand that what I learned at home or my religious views or whatever do, does not impact on my work. It my work is, is yeah. this. Unless, of so course, you're working in a church. But yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but at the same time, yeah. it's important. Uh, it's okay to have two opposing ideas as long as you also understand that I'm going to impose my ideas under the right circumstances. I'm not going to propose to you for religious reasons that I must do X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Or I'm not going to uh, propose for uh, professional reasons or my professional viewpoint or even my political viewpoint or rather using a political viewpoint to impact on business. Damn it, my phone just made a noise. <laughs> Dude, and it's actually going so flat. behind. Okay, cool. All right, I think we're actually done because my phone's going to die. Okay, And cool. thank you so much. I cool, genuinely man. appreciate your Anytime. help. Thank you so much. Yeah. Awesome stuff. Ciao, cool, man. Cool, man. Bye-bye, dudes. Bye. Bye. Bye.